Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, true believers of all ages, welcome back to the Comic Book Brawlcast, your home for all things inside the realm of nerdum. I am your host, Admin Nemesis, and tonight our Hellfire Club features Bullseye, Doctor Doom, Sinestro, and Grendel. Brawlers, tonight we are diving headfirst into the future of the MCU. We're going to discuss which character and franchise each of us think will be the most important going forward. Guys, it's a milestone night because we've hit double digits. Episode 10 is here. Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? My fellow villains, <laughs> welcome back. I'm sorry about the accommodations tonight, but the Bates Motel was the best we could get at the last minute. Guys, how are we feeling? I'm good. I'm ready to prove everybody wrong, however that may go. I'm good, because I'm ready to prove him specifically wrong and nobody else. All right, bring it. Yeah, I'm good. I'm ready to prove myself wrong. I'm just ready to be wrong at all points <laughs> in my life at this point, so why not now? <laughs> uh, guys, rolling right into it. In case you missed it, here are this week's headlines. Brawlers, in TV and movie news, the weekend box office is in. The Equalizer 3 has taken the number one spot, with Barbie coming in second, Blue Beetle third, Gran Turismo in fourth, and Oppenheimer in fifth. Guys, according to The Hollywood Reporter, Marvel's Echo, Agatha, Darkhold of Diaries, and X-Men 97 are all being delayed. What an unfortunate turn of events. Echo's been delayed from November 29th, 2023 to sometime in January 2024. Meanwhile, the WandaVision spinoff, Agatha, Darkhold Diaries, has been delayed from winter 2023 to the early fall 2024. And finally, and most disappointing of all, X-Men 97 has moved from fall 2023 to early 2024. And happier movie news, Giancarlo Esposito has teased joining the DCU after talks with James Gunn. He has confirmed this by saying he has talked with Gunn by, quote, the possibility of being in a movie. How fantastic would that be? As a final piece of movie news is Wesley Snipes' Blade Trilogy. It's coming to theaters and IMAX in September if you want to go see all three of those movies in IMAX, go check it out this September. As in video game news, it's time to upgrade those hard drives. As per Game Radar, Spider-Man 2 is coming with a bit of a storage requirement. It's 98 gigabytes. So if you don't have the hard drive for it yet, go out and get one. The game's going to be great, but it's going to be a major, major download. Guys, real quickly too, for The Elder Scrolls 6... It's going into development now that Bethesda's uh, Starfield has launched already. Fantastic news. Guys, one piece of really great news. Congratulations to the Punisher co-creator, Jerry Conway. He has revealed that he has triumphed over cancer. Fantastic news. Congratulations, Jerry. Glad you're healthy. And Brawlers, one final piece of news for you guys, because it is thanks to you guys, Comic Book Brawl has crossed the 90,000 like mark. Thank you guys so much for liking and following the page. We love you. Guys, that about wraps it up for the news this week. Keep your eyes glued to Comic Book Brawl for more updates. All right, Brawlers. It's time for our Brawl of the Week. Guys, 
This week's brawl is a matchup of two really powerful characters. From Marvel, we have Vulcan, and from DC, we have Doomsday. Guys, this is a matchup I don't think is really going to go in Vulcan's favor. Doomsday has seen a lot, been killed by a lot, especially extremely powerful energy blasts. I'm not sure what Vulcan's going to really bring to the table here that can put Doomsday down. Honestly, this is a tough one. I mean, I've given a little bit of thought, and really, it only comes down to one factor for me. If uh, Doomsday is actually also powered by solar energy. Like, I know like, the whole you know thing with his origin story about, you know, simple creature killed, revived, immune to what killed him, and just over thousands of generations, we got what we saw that ended up killing Superman. If he's strictly just that, no matter what, then he's, I think he's beating Vulcan. Vulcan has lost the physical power before. His fight against uh, Black Bolt was a really good and bloody fight. I think Doomsday could pull the same. Doomsday's died to energy stuff before. I think he's going to be pretty resistant. But the question just is, is Doomsday powered by solar energy? If, he's, if he is, and solar energy can be pulled out of him, which Vulcan absolutely can, because he can pull out pretty much any energy. He once pulled out magical energy before, so that's not even an issue then I could see Vulcan pulling the win. I just don't know offhand if Doomsday legitimately is powered by the sun. Um, I can say that that is something I have never heard of before. The only reason I bring it up, though, is just because he technically is Kryptonian. Yeah, that's true. I would have to look at specific examples, probably. But the Justice League, to beat him one time had to split him between four teleporters simultaneously because nothing else would work. They have access to red sun technology and all kinds of stuff like that. If they're not using it, I don't think it's going to do anything to them. Yeah, I'm probably going to agree. I feel like the Vulcan doesn't bring anything that Doomsday hasn't handled before. You know what I mean? Like, Doomsday has taken on the Justice League how many times? He's, you know, he's killed Superman, obviously. I, I just don't... I don't know. I don't. I can't think of anything that Vulcan has, unless, like Sinestro said, unless he can pull something out of him. I just don't see what Vulcan brings that's that could possibly keep him down for good. Yeah, I'm on the side of agreeing with that. I mean, Vulcan's biggest feats, to my knowledge, are really using the energy he can redirect and absorb. And Doomsday doesn't really put out a lot of energy like that. He doesn't use heat vision like Zack Snyder's version did. Ew. It's a more brute force, and he's going to just keep coming and coming and coming. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yes. <laughs> that was gross. Uh, guys, I think it's a pretty easy win for Vulcan because, I mean, how does no one brought up he's an Omega-level mutant? All right, guys? No, I'm kidding. Of course Doomsday wins. Are you kidding me, man? Yeah, uh, everyone's right. Vulcan's not brought anything to the table that Doomsday hasn't faced before or even stronger. Um, Like Sinestro said, we don't know if he's really powered by the sun. And even if Vulcan did take out some of the energy from Doomsday, right? if he doesn't down him with that, if he can actually absorb whatever energy, if he 
doesn't take him down in one go. He's just going to evolve and just be immune to that or highly resistant to that. So I really don't see what Vulcan can do to bring him down. So thinking about it more, I can put that sunlight ener- energy uh, powering Doomsday. I think I can put it to bed for good. When Doomsday was first introduced, he was buried underground for thousands of years. And as soon as he was jostled free a little bit and able to move, he burst right out and ended up killing Superman hours later. Did he, like, get any sunlight and then he burst out? Or no, it was, he, was, he was still in case? He was deep underground right. when he uh, okay. escaped. Okay, so then boom. Yeah, okay. Then he either had uh, sunlight stored forever or he never needed it. All right, here, here, here I found some stuff since... One of my many talents is Google searching really quickly. Uh, in one of the creation uh, panels, talk where the creator is talking about Doomsday. Mm-hmm. He does not breathe or eat. He has no internal organs and, min- and minimal fluids. He is almost solid throughout, nourished by solar energy that he can store for a millennium if necessary. Oh. I think that answers that question immediately. Oh, okay. so then, however, then Vulcan can however, he has to do it. However, I've read other things talking about versions of Doomsday, some of them the very same one, talking about how um, at some point he was Superman was going to try and kill him by throwing him in the sun, meaning at that time he wasn't powered by solar energy. There's even been versions of him that were both weak and not weak to kryptonite. So I think we're kind of going to have to go with the base Doomsday under the idea that he probably can't be drained of solar energy. Because it doesn't look like that's his, like his main source of power. It just sounds like it's, it's in addition to. I mean, if I remember Hunter Prey correctly, he had the spikes coming out of his fist that could drain Superman of his solar power. So I think he could beef himself up, but I don't think it's the end all in putting Doomsday down. That's interesting. I didn't remember that from that panel at all. My first thought about draining energy was the new 52 Doomsday and that aura he would put off if maybe Vulcan could redirect that that Doomsday might be his best shot to be uh, winning in this fight. Well, that Doomsday still, was pretty cool. Still, though, if Vulcan like didn't put him down in one go, then he kind of screws himself. That's true. Because, yeah, he'll just get resistance to that to that power, I guess. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I mean, y'all kind of touched on just about everything I was gonna say. I I just I don't know if Vulcan brings enough new to the table to really put enough of a dent in doomsday to keep him down long enough to to get a win in this if he doesn't get it right on the first chance if 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 there is something he can do that doomsday hasn't been affected by before if he doesn't do it well enough to put him down in the first try i mean what else can he really bring to the table no, there, I think you have it, Brawlers. It seems like it's a 5-0 vote in favor of Doomsday. Unless I got that wrong. We all are voting Doomsday on this one, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm leaning Doomsday on this. He's never been drained before, so I don't think this will be the first time ever. Yeah, I'm still going with Doomsday. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like a versions matchup. Like, depending on each version of both. Like, But if we're just talking standard, yeah, I got to go to Doomsday. All right, Brawlers, it is. It's a 5-0 vote in favor of Doomsday. Remember... To go over to Comic Book Brawl and check out the Brawl of the Week. Guys, let us know what you think. Did we get it right? Did we get it wrong? And let us know why. 
Brawlers. Tonight, we are looking into the future of the biggest movie franchise in history, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Over the course of the first four phases, we've seen characters like Iron Man and Captain America shine, and franchises like Ant-Man and Guardians of the Galaxy play huge roles in setting up the larger universe than maybe we would have thought. But now we look to the future and to where the torches are being passed. Guys, let's get started with individual characters. Bullseye, which character do you see as the most important going forward? Mine's a little, mine's a little out there, but I think the most important person story-wise for the MCU is Wong. Okay. Oh, okay. Interesting. Wong, I like where this is going. Wong is the new Coulson. Okay, Wong is pulling people in from different areas to join. You know, he pulled Shang Chi allegedly. We don't really know what's going on with that. He he has he has the connections. Okay, he knows about Abomination. He's able he he's able to get people, you know, cross vast areas. I mean, Doctor Strange can too. So Doctor Strange would have been a very good pick for me too. But the thing that Doctor Strange doesn't have, Doctor Strange doesn't have all the knowledge. He has some of it. But Wong has, if there's a problem, Wong knows of it. If there's, you know, a way to beat it, Wong knows what's going on. Wong knows what's being talked about most of the time. As the Sorcerer Supreme, I, I gotta say, he's, he's the MVP of the MC, MCU right now. With everything going on. I, you know, with us going into the next generation, I fear that he's gonna end up dying, just the same way that Coulson did. But... This dude's connected to almost everybody in some way, shape, or form. So, yeah, I got to go with Wong for my choice. All right. I mean, yeah, it's a pretty out there choice. I mean, I don't agree. It's not who I picked, obviously. But I can see him being a Coulson-level character. But to me, Fury was the one that really brought the Avengers together. I mean, I can see that. I mean, he, he did. But at the same time... You could say the same thing maybe about, say, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, you know, let's say the Battle of Endgame. He was, the, like, they were all, the wizards were opening up all the portals and letting everybody in, you know. But the same thing, Doctor Strange is super selfish. Okay, that's not even, that's not even a secret. The dude's doing stuff that he shouldn't even been doing. No, he's pretty open and about right, that. And right now, we know, like, he's, he's, not, he's probably not even on world right now. We're at least in-universe, I guess. Not even in this say. dimension. Yeah, not, not even in this dimension. So... When it comes to every, you know, keeping everybody else in the loop, I think it's going to have to fall down to Wong because, I mean, even technically, there's not even Avengers anymore. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know anybody else who has the connections and has the knowledge that he does to put everybody where they need to be. You know. Okay, so what do you hope to get for an arc from Wong going forward? Well, again, I fear he's going to die. I mean, honestly, I, I kind of think he has to die. Because uh, eventually Doctor Strange has to become the Sorcerer Supreme. That's true. So I, I hope he... I mean, I just pray that when he does go, he goes out like a badass. Because, I mean, Wong's been... I think for the last, like, what, 10, 15 movies, Wong's been killing it. Wong, Wong shows up. He, I'm not going to say he necessarily steals a scene. But I, I don't know. I, don't, I can't think of anybody that's like, man, I'm getting tired of seeing Wong. I can't think of anybody that's like that. Well, he certainly stole Madison with a wise heart. Wongers. <laughs> All right, so we've got Wong as your choice. Uh, Doom, who who do you see as uh, the most important going forward? 
All right, so my pick is <clears throat> my pick is Kang. Because obviously he has been set up as the new big overarching bad mm-hmm. in the universe. I mean, I got to say I, I think Kang has got to be the uh the primary focus, the big the big bad that's coming up everything has to you know lead to him down the road. So I'm, I'm going with him. All right. I mean, I can see that. I can see Kang as maybe a primary focus. But what, what, what do you think of for an arc from him? What do you, what are you looking for out of an arc from Kang? I'm not gonna lie. I don't know exactly what I'm expecting from him. I mean, I'm hoping something uh, that's going to uh, continue off of that, you know, post-credit scene we got in Ant-Man: Quantumania. Um, obviously leading into him being the next big major threat. Um, hopefully seeing more of how the Council of Kangs got got formed, uh, seeing some background on, on some of the more prominent versions of Kang, where they came from, where, you know, what their place in all this is, some more insight on exactly what his his true primary overall goal is in everything as far as characters who are the you know big main primary focus i just i don't know if i can really think of anybody else besides king who is you know literally being built up to be the one that it's gonna obviously take everyone else that we know in the mcu to potentially bring down well, actually, I was going with Kang too. Ah, um, ooh. So uh, but, the Kang but here's brothers. The, what is this like? Two, three weeks in a row, I've stolen from you. Ah, uh, yeah. The beginning of the copy, Doctor Doom. Well, except. Oh wow! Except for the Christopher Nolan episode, because I wasn't in that. So you got off looking. <laughs> wow, I can't. I can't believe the accusations being thrown my way. I was going with Kang, and then I started uh, giving it some thought, and uh, I Are you could definitely. Doom? <laughs> Do it, yeah, we it. know that. You know, he puts no <laughs> thought into everything. Wow. Uh, okay. No, but there there is another character, but I'm gonna save it for. Uh, we had another question coming up. I could just throw this in uh, because it, it it'll fit better. But the the reasons I picked Kang. Is because, yeah, he is the, the big bad, and it's just, we're ending with a Kang movie. We're ending a phase with a Kang movie, aren't we? So, I think Thunderbolt's supposed to end phase five. Well, th- when they did the announcement, they were like, oh, it's all gonna uh, culminate into this, and it was like a Kang Dynasty movie. Yeah, it was Kang in uh, Secret Wars. Yeah, so um, I I feel like it's got to just be Kang. I'm not really looking at Kang, uh, the character, too much. I'm just looking at the overall storyline, and it just is revolving around Kang. So how is he not going to be the most important character? Now, like I said, I have another most important character going forward, but... He actually hasn't even appeared 
in the MCU. Do you want me to say who it is? Go for it. All right, then the most important character going forward in the MCU is Reed Richards. Ooh. Like, I like I, it. Okay, think like about it. First of all, like, we're going to get Franklin Richards eventually, maybe. Okay, that is just a huge thing in and of itself. Reed Richards, at one point, he actually rebuilt the Marvel Universe. I feel like at the end of all this, maybe not the end of the last phase that we know of, but maybe somewhere down the line, I think they're going to use that event to reboot the MCU. And we're also, I believe, we're going to get the Council of Reed during Ooh. all these events. Reed's a chump. Parliament of Doom for the White. Quiet, and, doom. and all. <laughs> okay, I mean, Reed, Reed's a great choice. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna help you out with that one in a little bit here. But uh, Sinestro, what do you have for a character going forward? Uh, actually, this is gonna be kind of funny. I, when we first started this topic, and you were given the intro, I had one character picked out that I was gonna stick with, and as the conversation went, I am switching over to somebody else. And it's not someone somebody named. In fact, no one dropped the name yet. Uh, just for the record, my original pick was going to be Sam Wilson. Because there's going to be an Avengers team at some point, And it doesn't have to be Captain America who leads it. But it's probably going to be Captain America. But no, I'm not going with Sam. I was convinced by all the Kang talk how prevalent Kang is really going to be. And they're right. The next Avengers movie is Kang Dynasty, followed by Secret Wars. So who would be a pivotal character to help out the rest of the universe with the intimate knowledge of Kang, maybe of different variants of Kang, maybe someone who's had experience facing various versions of him, be it an old timey version in a movie theater or at the end of time. I think Loki is going to be one of the most pivotal characters for the MCU moving forward, because as soon as Kang Dynasty kicks in, He's going to be extremely vital as a source of information, source of travel. He's going to be traveling between universes. They're going to need to be able to do this as well. He's probably going to be the one dropping the tech that they need to help. Probably with Owen Wilson, or at least that's wishful thinking on my part. Because he has not, rided, he has not ridden a Sea-Doo yet, and I need to see him on that damn jet ski. Oh, I hope I'm still it. pissed I didn't get this. I'm still, I didn't know I wanted him to be on a jet ski so badly until that season. Loki is going to be pivotal. Maybe not in uniting everybody like, say, Wongers will. But Loki is going to be very crucial when it comes to the tactical movement going forward, facing off against the various versions of Kang. And as we all know, the villain tends to move the story forward. So you need someone who can move along with the villain. I'm going with Loki because he also needs more screen time. Tom Hiddleston is awesome. Loki's a great choice. I I have a bad feeling about Loki in season two. Not that the, sh the show is going to be bad, but I'm afraid for his health and well-being uh, throughout season two of his <laughs> n new show. I still wonder if they are going to bring him back into the movies. I mean, like, you kind of have to at this point, right? It would be kind of Tom Hiddleston. It's Tom Hiddleston. They're going to bring him back. I mean, how many times have they killed him so far? A bunch. 
including fake outs a whole bunch of times. So are you looking for more of uh, an overall like Loki becoming a good guy type arc more so than he already did? I'm fine. I don't want to see him as a true full on good guy. Like even in Ragnarok, he wasn't a full on good guy. He was sort of like, I don't know if I'd say anti hero, maybe anti villain. Uh, I've been reading up on a lot of different topics and stuff like that. I think there was another term was like Byronic hero or something like that. Someone who has like their own motives, their own goals, but they have like certain morals they won't cross kind of deal to. He's not going to be like your Superman or Spider-Man type character. I never want to see that out of Loki. But I think when it comes down to, oh, there's this character who's going to end all of reality. Maybe I should try something about it. So, yeah, I don't think he's going to be like your true blue hero, but I think he's going to he's going to do the right thing when he gets the chance. Okay. I mean, he did try and take down Thanos at that point, right? Yes, but why was he trying to take down Thanos? Was he doing it to save the universe? Or was he doing it because Thanos fucked up, like, was fucking up Thor? That's why. Because he was fucking up Thor. Yeah, which, that's like my point. You don't really, the hero isn't the guy who tries to murder someone because of revenge. Oh, no, I was agreeing with you. (laughs) Oh, okay. I misread the situation. (laughs) I mean, I'll take the 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 right thing for the wrong reason you know it's, he's getting it done or tried to <laughs> all right guys listen i've liked all the picks but my pick is probably going to be a fairly obvious one he's a major character i really think going forward he's going to be the heart and soul of the heroes and the avengers going forward and i think spider-man is going to be the most important character in the mcu going forward Listen, this is not the Spider-Man we're used to seeing. Throughout the first trilogy and then the Amazing series and the new trilogy, we've seen young Spider-Man and a kid becoming Spider-Man. Now we're going to see a Peter Parker who has battled villains and gone to space and fought people from other universes and sacrificed almost as much as anybody else in the MCU has. He's going to be a true hero in the leader of this new generation of Avengers. I think Sam will be the battle leader and the guy kind of leading them into battle, but when someone needs to stand up and give that speech, I really feel like it's going to be Peter. And I think Peter's going to be the bridge between those street-level characters like Daredevil and Moon Knight and the big heavy hitters like Thor and Hulk. Yeah, I can agree with all that. I agree with most of that. I always saw Spider-Man as very inspiring, but I don't really see him giving the big speech to like the group of people. Not saying it's never happened before, but I don't know. I wouldn't be against it. Yeah, I have a tough time believing that they're going to make Sam the leader, and then they're going to go the route where he's not the one that gives the big speech or does the epic thing. Like, I understand, like you know, Spider-Man is a big part of everything in the MCU, okay? It it, it just doesn't seem like they're gonna give the reins to Sam and then not really give the reins to Sam. Although what I would love to see is I'd love to see Sam give, like, this massive, awesome speech and have Peter right next to him and then go, did you plan that ahead of time or did you make that up as you went along? (laughs) As a great, as a nice Winter Soldier reference. Well, to be fair, they kind of handed the team to Tony originally, 
and he even says it. I just pay for everything and make everyone look cool and all that. But Cap kind of was like, no, this is, the fact I'm leader. the leader. This is my team. And eventually Tony said, you know, okay, yep. You know, we, we do it. We move as Cap moves. So I think it, it, could, it could be something similar to that. But I think at, as an adult, Peter's going to step more into that role and certainly more so than in any other movie we've ever seen because this is the oldest we're going to have seen Peter, really, and the most seasoned. That's true. He is as old as he's ever been. Do you think we'll ever see Peter drink a beer? I do. Um, I, I really do. I think we. I hope we get to a point where he has Parker Tech up and running. And I don't see any reason we can't get to that point, especially for a new trilogy. I mean, I'm really hoping to see Kingpin. I'm hoping to see Scorpion. And I'm hoping to see Kingpin bring in a true Sinister Six of villains from that universe. And one major thing they need to include in this new trilogy, Miles Morales. That would be dope. I, I wouldn't I do it I in the the first movie coming out, Mm-mm. but by I, six, I, I, I could go for... Yeah, five or six you could do it, yep. I think. I, I don't want to see Miles with any kind of powers or stuff until the Spider-Verse movies are well into our rearview mirror. After the third one, if they don't plan on doing a fourth, give it like a year or two maybe, then I'll be cool. I just don't want to see them both running at the same time because I'd prefer no attention be pulled away from Spider-Verse, which I still think is going to be probably the greatest comic book trilogy of all time. Yeah, but you gotta you got to know he's coming. You know what I mean? Because they're bringing him into the game. You mm-hmm. know, he's, with how big the Spider-Verse was, bro, he's definitely coming. He's got to be. I'm not actually. Yeah, I'm not against him, Cohen. I'm just I'm I'm hoping for good timing. Now, question about Parker Tech: Does uh, he take over the old Avengers Tower? Uh, oh, that's gonna be the Baxter yeah. building. It's I, gonna I, be I the Baxter building. Back. Yeah, I agree. I think that's gonna be yeah. the Baxter building. I think that's who bought I, it because we know it got I, sold. Yeah, I know. I I felt like it was gonna be the Baxter building, but. You know, I mean, it. it's, you know, Peter, Tony, it was just thought. I think Peter will get a lot of Stark's old tech to start up with because eventually I think we're going to all, or at least the people closer to him are going to end up remembering who Peter is. He'll get kind of that family back. I hope not anytime soon, though. No, he's got to go do through you, at least two be, movies. Do you think we're going to get the uh, everyone forgot... Uh, uh, Parker, but Hulk didn't. It would be cool to see. I don't think we are going to get that with the Professor Hulk that we have. If they somehow pull him back into the Hulk we want, like I, my preference was always Ragnarok Hulk. We get that Hulk back. Mm-hmm. I think we. I think we could get the Spider Man thing. I don't I think mean, we're going to get that with Professor Hulk. Didn't they split? They already split up in She Hulk. Split up? Did they, yeah, Bruce Banner could turn it on and off, couldn't he? Whenever he was training, when he was training Jennifer, he was able to turn it on and off. He was a I little bit was... smarter, but he wasn't. He wasn't Professor Hulk anymore. He wasn't like glasses and all that anymore. I don't think. I know, but it wasn't like a different persona anymore. Now it was just him in a different form. But did he actually? I don't remember seeing. I only remember seeing him in like the first episode ever being human form. Yeah, I, um, maybe I'd have to go. Man, I don't want to go back and rewatch that though. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Maybe he's human form. Doom, go rewatch it. <laughs> He, he was human form when they got in the wreck, wasn't he? Yeah, in the first episode. Yeah. You're the yeah. only one that's purposely trying to remember that movie. The rest, not movie, that series. I'm I can't sorry even remember that I'm not series. a 
I'm I not remember a it was a courtroom snob. I didn't see a problem. None with of it, it made sense. And None I'm of it not made a sense. lawyer. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know if it made sense or not. Therefore, I didn't mind. All you needed is two things, okay? One, common sense, and two, watch an episode of like Franklin and Bash or some anything, any kind of legal show. It's weird you say Franklin and Bash, so don't just go straight to Law and Order. Seriously, how did you not say Law and Order? It's literally in the title. Like, <laughs> uh, because I'm just not. I, I I didn't watch a lot of Law and Order, to be quite honest with you. It's the best thing. Dun, Law and dun, Order dun, is like dub anime to him. Dun dun. <laughs> Whatever. Suits uh, is one of the greatest shows of all time, and it's going to come back. I hope. Guys, we've talked about the character. Now let's look to the franchises because. These are going to be huge going forward for the MCU. For me, there is one franchise in the MCU that needs to be absolutely knocked out of the park. Grendel touched on it a little bit when he talked about Reed. Oh, we're going for the same thing, buddy. But I am, of course, talking about the Fantastic Four. As this movie has been tried twice before, we got one okay movie and two just they still make me angry when I have to think about them. Cloud Galactus was one of the worst things I've ever seen. But this is Marvel's first family. It is one of their, I think it's their second longest running comic series. All four of these characters rank inside the top 20 for appearances, but have never really had a sustained comic of their own. This is something Marvel hasn't gotten right yet, and absolutely needs to uh, plain and simple they need reed richards grendel has already said it but for some of these coming threats reed richards is an absolute must have because and the fantastic four speaking of their threats have some of the best villains guys we all love people like mole man no i'm just kidding oh of course of course we love galactus we love Namor, who we've already seen. We love Annihilus, the Silver Surfer, friend slash ally, and sometimes villain. And of course, I'm, I'm sorry to stroke his ego, yeah. Dr. Doom himself. Gotta have Dr. Doom. Guys, they have some of the best villains. This is a franchise that's going to bring a lot of heart. It's gonna, it should be films about family. And it's going to open a ton of new doors in the Marvel Universe. Because the Fantastic Four are, of course, explorers first. And I, I really hope that door cracks open to the negative zone. But for me, that franchise, it, it's got to be Fantastic Four. It's going to drive the Marvel Universe going forward, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, like I, I said it before, I'm totally with you on this. It's going to be the Fantastic Four. And let me just say that... Um, let me name some characters in the MCU where their first appearance is actually from Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Okay, first of all, uh, Skrulls are first introduced in Fantastic Four. Inhumans, I believe, are first introduced in Fantastic Four. He's not in the MCU yet, but yeah, uh, you can't not name drop Doctor Doom. Not not this one, the the one that's going to be in the show, the movies and 
stuff. Honestly, the hardest um, part about picking Fantastic Four for me was knowing we would be stroking Doom's ego by talking about him. Oh, yeah. I mean, God. The price we got to pay. <laughs> Guys, you've heard from myself and Grendel. We both think it's going to be the Fantastic Four going forward. Uh, Sinestro, where are you going with your franchise? Which franchise is the most important moving forward? Uh, if I was basing my opinion on story, I'm going with the Doctor Strange stuff. As uh, Bullseye pointed, as Bullseye pointed out before, where is Doctor Strange? He's not on Earth anymore. I mean, the last time we saw him, he jumped off with Charlize Theron, her character Clea, and uh, they jumped to go face off against some incursions. Mm-hmm. What was what was the basis of the Secret Wars in the most recent comics in like what 2015? Was the incursion events? It sounds like he's going to be neck deep in the all the incursion stuff. And his entire franchise is going to be involved in getting people together. Again, off of what Bullseye said, the Doctor Strange franchise gets you Wongers as well. So Wong's connections are going to be built right into this franchise being important to the MCU moving forward. Doctor Strange also has massive connections to the other heroes. Mm -hmm. Like If they need to pull in Thor, the Guardians, um, something tells me he's going to have a connection with Spider-Man still, even though he doesn't remember him. Hell, if they want to bring back Wanda, who's better to be involved in that than Doctor Strange himself? Strange doesn't but, uh, remember Peter. He does remember Spider-Man. He tells America Chavez there was about the Spider-Man incident in uh, Multiverse. It's true. It was a nice diner scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but even if we move away from the story, financial reasons. The first Doctor Strange movie made almost $700 million. The second one almost hit a billion dollars. Studios love that upward trajectory. So you're definitely going to see more Doctor Strange movies. Hell, in the last what, nine movies between Phase 4 and Phase 5? The uh, second Doctor Strange movie is the second highest grossing movie after Spider-Man No Way Home. So we're definitely going to see a lot of Doctor Strange push, in my opinion. His connections to the characters and all that, him being dealing with the incursions, and his movies just raking in money. Yeah, I think uh, they're going to put some a lot of effort into Doctor Strange, and we're going to see a big push with him moving forward. No, I can completely agree with that. Strange was the number two on my list when I was looking at the franchises, specifically because Clea comes and grabs him and says, hey, what you did caused another incursion. Let's go fix it. And if Charlize Theron is telling you to go somewhere, you freaking go. absolutely go. She gets out of a portal, opens a hole in time and space, and says, let's go. You jump in that hole in time and space. I'm not even going to ask why she's there. I'm just going to go. Yeah, so... uh... Doctor Strange was actually number two on my list, but the real reason I I kind of took him off there was a money thing. If you think about it, yeah, Doctor Strange 2 almost hit a billion dollars, but Spider-Man was in that movie, and I don't know if Spider-Man's going to be in Doctor Strange 3. He wasn't in Doctor Strange 2. He wasn't in Doctor Strange 2. Strange was in Spider-Man. He absolutely was not. No, Strangers, Strangers in Spider Man No Way Home. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. My memory is terrible. Yeah, Multiverse of Madness featured a lot of cool cameos, none of which were spider based. Okay, so then I was just wrong about that. Then I just misremembered that. You did you did call that you were gonna be wrong. That is right. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you guys so much. So at the end of the day, he was right about being wrong. He called it. Uh Doom. That- Provided it's not a Doctor Doom franchise. Uh, Where is your most important franchise going forward? Uh, you got me in a box here now, man. <laughs> Where else am I supposed to go with this? He was going to pick Fantastic Four also. <laughs> Just for Doom. Literally, no, I'm playing. 
Um, also, I gotta say, um, I would not. totally follow Charlize Theron anywhere unless she is Eileen Warnos, in which I would not follow her anywhere. Was that a monster reference? It yes. was. <laughs> yeah, I'll agree with you on that one. <laughs> so, I gotta go with um, literally, Sinestro touched on uh, this a lot whenever he was talking about his character pick. But um, as far as franchise goes, I'm going the series route. And I mean, I just I think that Loki is going to delve us deeper into where the overall MCU is headed as far as a new end game, quote unquote, for the overall MCU saga that we're getting into now. Um, so, yeah, I'm go- I'm going with Loki on this. Um Fantastic Four was definitely tied with Loki for my pick, but I'm not going to dive any deeper onto that since you guys already touched on it. But yeah, I just I think that uh, Loki season two is going to um, just push us further into the core of what the MCU is going to be focused on a lot more. I think I hope I'm assuming um yes obviously doctor strange and uh captain america i'm i'm assuming and i'm i'm really hoping that we get you know some some good fantastic four stuff that's going to really usher in a whole new wave of the mcu but i just think the way that uh loki season one really kicked off the the first I guess glimpse of what the the core MCU is leading to. I'm going with uh the Loki series as far as um the big major push towards where this overarching story is going. Alright, now do you think we'll end up getting a season three or Loki will get integrated back into the movies? Or do you think the end of this season probably done and that's just going to push it all forward um i'm i would obviously love for loki to jump back into the movies and i I really don't see any reason why he wouldn't especially because isn't um uh what's his name mobius isn't he gonna be in deadpool 3 isn't that a thing rumor i don't know the rumor i haven't seen anything outside of a few people confirmed from the fox side of it and obviously the few photos that we've seen. But there are a ton yeah. of rumors out there for Deadpool 3. Yeah, after Multiverse of Madness, I, I'm kind of not paying attention to a lot of rumors because, boy, were there rumors for that. And about 90% of them did not come to fruition. So it's hard to really pay too much attention to rumors after after all that um but i I could have swore that he was he was said to be in it but then again not trying to look too deeply into it but yeah i mean i i couldn't see any reason why loki wouldn't get dropped back into the the mcu movies Mm -hmm. unless he dies yet again but then again i mean that's not untreaded territory so yeah i'm hoping for a season three but 
then again, I mean, that just depends on where season two takes us. And I, I can't see season two not taking us just deeper into this core storyline around Kang that they've already established in season one and uh, just diving even deeper into what was already explored in Quantumania. A bullseye. How about you, sir? Um, for me, I actually just looked at it at a monetarily side of things, okay? Because it's no secret that this phase of uh, of the MCU, there's a lot of people that don't like a lot of stuff coming out. Not a lot of people liked, you know, Miss Marvel. Nobody liked a lot of She-Hulk besides Doom, but we all know he's Twinkie-filled, so it's fine. Yeah, I like I Miss Marvel too, so get at me. I actually haven't seen that yet, so I, I have no problem. Like, <laughs> I don't have any opinion on that. But just looking at it money-wise, Doctor Strange... Was definitely up there on my list, but I think, I think I have to go with the Spider-Man franchise. I think if we can put Tom Holland, and the bad thing is Tom Holland has easily come out a couple times and said, "Hey, you know, I like playing Spider-Man, but I don't really want to play him forever." But Spider-Man sells. You put Spider-Man in what whatever. Tom Holland has been killing it. All three of his movies, all the scenes that he's been in through all the Avengers movies, like I think you if. There was a way you could, I don't want to say base the whole MCU around Spider-Man, but he's just, he's, now that Captain America's gone, now that Iron Man's gone, he's the net, he's the most iconic Marvel character that is in there right now. I think if you somehow could base it around him, at least loosely, I think that'll keep people interested in like next phases to come. Not to mention he's the only one in the MCU who has $2 billion films under his belt without a movie called The Avengers. That's what I'm saying, dude. He just he to to keep the MCU funded, which I mean it's Disney, so it's going to be funded forever. But to keep it going, you got to put this guy in a lot of movies. You got to put this. Heck, if he would show up in Loki season two for some for whatever reason, that would be mind boggling. That would be crazy, you know. And I it would sell. My only issue is that uh, it just sucks that they got to share with Sony, man. Yeah, but with the with the success of um, the one where the other two came in, I don't remember what it's called. Um, there have been rumors that they're going to go ahead and push forward the Andrew Garfield series, or have another movie with him in it. So th- that's kind of a good thing because, like, if you can keep you know Sony busy with their own projects, then hopefully they would let us keep you know Tom Holland Spider Man going. You know, I'm honest. I wish the MCU did have full rights to Spider Man, but I'm still just I'm grateful for what we have at this point. Like I, said, I think it's killed all three movies. I, I honestly, when it comes to all, when it comes to my favorite like trilogy, it would probably be the Spider-Man because technically there's no bad movies in there. Like, well, not bad, but you know, average movies. The second one isn't as strong as the first. Is the first and the third, but all three of them are very strong, in my opinion. Whereas I love, I love Captain America, but that first one is a little slow. I see. I love the first Avenger movie and. Uh... That, that that's why I personally put the cat movies ahead of the Spider-Man ones, but it's really close. So that's trust so me, you're, gonna get no, you're not getting any argument from me saying that Spider-Man is your favorite. But yeah, so that's who that that's who that's who I would go for. I put Spider-Man. Put also he has a lot of really good villains. Okay, all of mm-hmm. his villains have been fire. All right, and people people talk about you know Green Goblin and Doctor Octopus, dude, Sandman. All right, he's he's been fantastic too, man. Like all of them. Eh, Electro, actually, I could I could care less. But everybody else, man, they've been really good. Like 
when when secret not secret wars yeah secret wars comes around and you know they're pulling villains and stuff i hope we get a whole bunch of spider-man villains coming in i hope we get black suit yeah we gotta get the black suit venom venom either has to get pulled in there or something's got to be done with the little piece of venom that's now roaming around in the mcu there we yeah, go that's true all right guys there's there's been a good amount announced for the future but there was so much more that could be coming. Without using something already announced. And, of course, the X-Men. What character or franchise can't you wait to see in the MCU? It's been no secret for me, anyone who's been paying enough attention, what character I want to see and who I want to play them in a future MCU movie. And without going, without playing around the bush too much, I want to see the Sentry. Bring the Sentry into the MCU with all of his mentally crazy goodness. And as much as I liked the DCEU, I feel like it would be the greatest middle finger to them. Just grab Henry Cavill and have him play the crazy Superman-type character from the Marvel Universe. So give me Sentry as played by Henry Cavill, and I will be happy as a pig in the word I'm not going to use because we might have kid listeners. I, I like Henry in that role, or a role like that. I like him more as Hyperion. And Same. that's only because Sentry goes back and forth between Bob Reynolds and Sentry. So we would have to have somebody else getting half the screen time instead of just straight Henry. Or you just and, CGI yeah. it and have Henry just act it out. And you that's also hilarious. get Henry Cavill as the Void playing a villain as well. We've never seen him play like the full villain outside of Mission Impossible. I want to see him play a super-powered homicidal maniac. Oh, the Void would be so cool to see. I don't even know how they would stop it. <laughs> how do they stop Superman that with the current and, MCU? And the Thor dropping with the, the hammer. With the, with the current MCU? They probably can. Yeah. They probably can't. Maybe when we get Fantastic Four and X-Men rolling through, we might get some other characters who can help out. That's true. We'll beef up that roster a little bit since we lost uh, a couple Avengers already. Um, well, I mean, I would say Doom, but I feel like that's a little heavy-handed. We know you're coming. <laughs> and and yeah, you do. It's part of the Fantastic Four, so we kind of know that's already like somewhat announced. He's on yeah, the way. Doom is yeah, looming over us know. all. Yeah, you can feel it. Anyway. Now, I feel uh, comfortable with the way he said that. <laughs> uh, I checked behind uh, me. Yeah, you, you should. That's where it's going to be. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> but no. Um, it kind of sucks that Sinestro literally picked one of my I mean Sentry was probably going to be my number one I I had three picks in place uh, no Doom was not actually one of them just because I mean we know it is coming um, but Sentry definitely was like probably my top pick I mean we've gotten tons of rumors I as much as I love Steven Yoon I don't know why he's in the forefront of all the rumors for playing Sentry. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't think he'd do a bad job. I just don't necessarily see it. Um, 
but no, Henry Henry Cavill as as Sinestro or Sinestro. What the hell? Um, Henry Cavill as Sentry would definitely be amazing. But uh, since Sinestro already picked that, um, I gotta go with with my other boy. Um, we talked about it earlier. Um, yeah, I gotta I gotta go with my boy Beta Ray Bill. I he's just hands down always been one of my absolute favorite marvel characters and we got a small tease of him in um in ragnarok and then another tease of his race the corbinites in uh endgame so i would just i would love to see him finally get his big screen debut um i mean the dude is just an absolute unit he is just a boss in every sense of the word and i would love for once the fantastic four get introduced for him to come in as you know once fantastic four is introduced and they you know start building up galactus i would love to see him as a character that most people would be like why the heck is this dude even trying to compete against galactus but yet somehow he finds a way to be a constant foil, if not, you know, an absolute direct threat to Galactus, but someone who can who who continues to be a foil in his plans against maybe Silver Surfer and the Heralds, you know. A a thorn in his side, if nothing else. I just I've always loved Beta Ray Bill and man, I I would be content with the MCU. I would not care what else they put out if if we got to see Sentry and Beta Ray Bill at some point in the series in the overall overall franchise. And also Doom. Oh wow. <laughs> I like Bill too, but I just I don't see them using him at this point, unfortunately. I didn't I didn't ask. I think they kind of uh <laughs> they kind of wasted the hammer getting picked up by someone else. On James. Uh, don't remind uh, me. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. They wasted the I, game I, to pick up on her. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I I was a bit disheartened whenever Thor got Stormbreaker in uh, Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, it was cool, but I was like, "That's not yours. Put that down, homie." Like you don't know. That is not yours. That doesn't belong to you. Yeah, that was my first hint that we probably weren't going to see. The actual bill, and then uh, Jane. I mean, not that I, 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 I like Jane, but the movie wasn't very good, so they kind of wasted it on, on her. Yeah. Plus, I mean, with Odin gone, right? I, I just really be. Uh, man, why you gotta, they gotta put me in a funk now. I, uh, I don't I, listen. I'm right there with you. I'd like to see Bill. I would, but I just, I don't see it happening at this point, or. Not the Bill we want to see. Like maybe yeah. he'd be a background character, kind of like Korg is. Versus Bill, no. Yeah. Black. <laughs> versus the That's real Bill. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not making the movie. Don't next look at you're me. gonna say he's gonna be. Next you're gonna say he's gonna be voiced by Taika Waititi as well. I'm gonna throw the whole is, MCU out the is window. Taika directing because he might do it. God. Oh, he better. He better not. He better not be directing. If he does, please just read a Thor comic. Just one. You all first heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. Taika Waititi is directing. Congratulations. No. 
we we did not speak that into existence. Uh, you say that now. I will. We will drop this whole podcast. <laughs> Grendel, what do you want to see going forward? The power we'd wield. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, besides Squirrel Girl, so yes, who wouldn't want to see Squirrel Girl in the MCU? Uh, I think I'd probably pick an Eyeless. Uh, he has ties to the Fantastic Four. I said I'm kind of going to the Fantastic Four route this episode, I guess. So here we go. Um, he that's how he's introduced into Marvel through the Fantastic Four. He's that other like kind of cosmic threat along the lines of what Thanos was. And I actually have a uh, a casting for him. And I don't know if it's a great casting, but I'm going with it, okay? Uh, I want Brian Cranston to voice him. Any opinions? Brian Cranston can do no wrong. That's I would true. love that. You can do whatever, yeah. He's he's a god. I mean, he's the one that knocks. All right, so would everyone be down for Annihilation Wave? Of course. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, it gives us Nova. That'd be really cool. No, you I know? hate cool storylines. I hate them. <laughs> Annihilation is literally one of the best intergalactic comic book story arcs I've ever read. So I'm all okay. for it. So, all right. So, like, I mean, I, I think that's a wonderful pick. No, I agree. Bullseye, sir, what do you have? Um, I actually think it's kind of funny that we all kind of went with, like, some kind of cosmic being in some <laughs> sense. I did not. Yeah. I could... Oh, you don't count. So, <laughs> so I'm actually gonna go with uh, technically I would like I would like Gladiator, but I would like all of the CR to show up. So they kind of would have to go in toe and toe with the X Men, you know, because you know with Deathbird and Valandra or whatever you say her name. Um, Valandra. Yeah, I think like Cassandra Nova has a big part with uh, I mean that storyline hey. or whatever, but. And listen, as you say that name, Cassandra Nova is rumored to be the main villain of Deadpool 3. Hey, okay, that's kind of cool. I, I, I have not been paying attention to any of the rumors, just like Doom said. Like, they hurt. <laughs> like, if we had paid attention to the rumors, the X-Men would have been here like seven movies ago. That's true. Don't show me on the doll where the rumor touched you. <laughs> oh, everywhere. Everywhere. Shorter list to show you where it didn't. Gross. Yeah, that is pretty <laughs> disgusting. But yeah, like Gladiator, I don't know. I think it'd be pretty cool to get the CR in there. We get this we have the scrolls now, and honestly, I'm not entirely sure like I like them a lot, but Gladiator I don't know. I'd like to see him throw down with Adam Warlock. I don't know why. Yeah. That's just who I want to see, like meet him in space and they just wail into each other. But for no reason. No. I don't even know why. Even even like what if a three way between him and uh Sentry and all them like like show all show up together just start punching the universe to shit you know that'd be awesome if we i gotta see an x-men oh god gotta get the x-men the animated series reference where gladiator shows up juggernaut punches him it does nothing and then gladiator throws juggernaut over the horizon that's what i want to (laughs) say you're reminding me of that old youtube video i'm the juggernaut Juggernaut. Right, did, okay. They already did that in the in I X-Men think X two. Yeah. X Men the Last Stand. Yep. Third one. <laughs> oh, third one. 
you know who I am. I'm the juggernaut. That was so uh, terrible. What a terrible juggernaut. So poor. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, I that's mean, where we needed it. Was it was funny when he, kind of, when he said it, but looking back, it was, like, so forced. Cringe. I hated every aspect of that movie. I hope if they bring in the Shi'ar, they finally, on the third attempt, get Dark Phoenix correct. I mean, they would. MCU I mean, Dark Phoenix. MCU Dark Phoenix would be interesting, because how crazy would it be if it kept jumping to people? I mean, you know what I mean? Cause like, because like, yeah, didn't, like, didn't Iron Fist have it for a second too? Like, that'd mm-hmm. be crazy if they like were trying to like find the Phoenix Force and they're just like jumps to somebody else and he's causing panic and disarray and then jumps to somebody else. Man, that'd be kind of cool. Phoenix Five, baby. I would love to see AVX somewhere down the road. That would be awesome. You, you know, what we got to do for an episode. We got to cast uh, major characters in the X Men and. Also, uh, who like voices Phoenix Force? Tilda Swinton. <laughs> again, again, we don't need her again. She already did Thank such you. a good job. I'm actually a little upset she she was gone so early. She could have came in so much handy in the fight against Thanos. Really, time travel. She could always be around again. Let's have it, Helen Mirum. Hey. I, I have no it. idea who that is. Ew, get out of here. Jesus. <laughs> Uncultured. <laughs> well, guys, you all went with cosmic level threats, and mine is still a very big threat, although not really cosmic. He's more otherworldly. And I'd like to see him in a fran- as the villain in this franchise. And I really, really want to see Midnight Suns. And I want to see them take on Count Dracula. The Count Ooh. Dracula. Marvel's Count Dracula with the sword... And the cape, the big guy. I want to see him be able to move and have a power not quite Thor's level, but maybe a step below that. Very, very strong and hard to take on, which is why Blade can't do it alone. And we've kind of already got the roster I want to see. We keep Werewolf by Night. We keep Man-Thing. We keep Elsa Bloodstone. We get Moon Knight. We get Ghost Rider. And we get Blade. And we see those guys take on... Dracula. So you just want to see them lose? I want to see him throw down <laughs> with the King of Vampires. Dude, that, dude Dracula and Marvel is crazy, dude. Yeah, he is. I know we're all big fans of Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes, but for those who actually watched the sequel series Avengers Assemble, they actually brought in Dracula. Yes. And he was a real threat to the team. It was it was actually really awesome to see. Dude, Mar- um, yeah. I didn't th- I didn't think of this before Nemesis, but now you got me pumped. I would actually really want to see like Dracula be pulled into the MCU. This version of him. Yep, Marvel's Dracula is an absolute issue. He's not some old guy skulking around a castle. He's going to kick the shit out of you, probably. Oh yeah. Wait, but when it comes to Ghost Rider, would you want Johnny Blaze or? Yeah, I want I want Johnny okay. Blaze. I want to start with okay. Blaze, and we can branch out from there. If you want other Ghost Riders, or you know, replace him, bring him in, you know, go into him with a King of Hell series, or you know, however you want to do, do it with Ghost Rider. That's fine. But start with Johnny Blaze. Give us a Ghost Rider movie with him, or you know what? No, we don't even need movies. We can have the Blade movie. We have a Moon Knight series. The other three have already been in a special. We get a Ghost Rider special, and boom, right in the Midnight Suns. That'd be cool. I just hope that if they were to do something like that, they would make it dark. You know, I mean, they would have to. They would have to. Well, you've so seen, they, have you seen Werewolf by Night? 
No, I haven't. Oh, uh, yeah. They, they, go, they did a good job. It's good, my guy. It, yeah, it was a touch of camp, but they actually they went a little dark in there too. Yeah, they 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 did a good job with that, and if they yeah. can keep that kind of a tone for the Midnight Suns, I think it'll be very successful. Just not black and white. No, no, no. Give us some color this time, <laughs> definitely. Hey, I didn't mind the black and white. It was fine for the it special. Pro- yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't mind seeing some some other uh, Disney Plus special that kind of branched off of that. You know, that kind of ties into them building up uh, Midnight Suns. We could have another Halloween special. I mean, Ghost Rider's kind of got to be done in color. Yeah, I don't yeah. feel like watching fire in black and white. No, no, no. <laughs> well, all right, Brawlers, there you have it. We are out of time for tonight. Guys, thank you all again for joining us. I hope you enjoyed the show. Guys, head on over to Comic Book Brawl and let us know what character character and or franchise you think will be the most important going forward brawlers as always you can find us on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, amazon music spotify audible and find comic book brawl on facebook instagram tiktok and coming soon youtube guys don't forget to subscribe to get all the latest updates we are out of here good night